One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I'm Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of our podcast today is the Straw Hat Riots, a riot that took place in New York City back in September of 1922 when uh, some of the men of New York City um, create, violated a fashion faux pas, Brandy, by wearing straw hats later than September. Oh, for fuck's sake, 15th. who does that? And uh, what the hell? Heathens, who Heathens does that? Do that? Yeah, well, uh, they don't. They don't There's probably wearing them sideways too. Of this riot that took place, and we're going to talk about that. But before we do. Colonel, let me remind you that we're a comedy podcast, and, well, we don't have very many morals, and sometimes we use adult language. Goddamn right we do. Mostly it's brandy, but we say mostly all of it's us brandy. because... It's almost know, always brandy. We Thanks. don't want to point Thanks for out, not pointing but, me out. Uh, uh, but we don't want to do no... We don't want to do no brandy shaming on here, Timmy. Well, but, Colonel, let's, let's talk about this, because... You're in another pod. You are you are you are on another podcast, a very well received podcast called Spy Stories. I am yes, and I've listened to every episode, and it's well done. Your co-host is very knowledgeable, very uh, entertaining, and you 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 also add to that podcast with your insights. And yet, and I and I of course have another podcast called Dead Ball, where I talk about yes. dead baseball players, and you know. On, Not on either one of those podcasts have I heard swearing. And can I ask you this, Timmy? Mm -hmm. On on yours, yours, Dead Ball, Mm -hmm. have you ever got an explicit rating? Nope. Nope. And on my other one, I have never had an explicit rating. And yet... So it's kind of... It's kind of like an algebra problem, Timmy. There's one variable here that gives us an explicit rating, and I think it's Brandy huh. the Sailor. Brandy, have you have, has anyone talked to you about you know? Did you did you go to finishing school? I just I did. Just I did. Hmm. Hmm. Did they talk yes. about swearing and? Yes, they did. That sort of thing. Were you? Of course did I did. You pass? I was valedictorian. Hmm. Well, yeah, she slept with half a yeah, bro- half the teachers there. You know what? Pass. Let's move on. Well, 
Well, okay. We just wanted to warn people. Sometimes we're Brandy trying swears. to make you oh, a well, better often person. Often Brandy swears, and if that offends you, then please check out one of the other fine uh, independent po- produced podcasts out there that somehow get through a whole podcast because they don't swearing. work with the two of you. Uh, let me How about that. Let me introduce a lady who is known as Brandy the Benevolent. Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you today, Brandy? I'm all right, all? Timmy. I've I've taken the next week off work, so I am I'm good. I'm cruising. Um, but uh, I am. You are on vacation. I'm very excited. What are your plans? Uh, well, it? me and my uh, good friend Stephanie uh, Bomer are going down to my parents have a cabin in the woods. And we're going to take a couple of days and go down hmm. there and not do anything. Read books. Do you know that's where mo- that's where most I know. So maybe maybe this will be a good story mm-hmm. for you guys. But um, but I do want to before we move on, and we will shortly, I'm sure. A couple of uh, things that I wanted to say. Uh, Noah has requested that I tell okay. all of his fans and listeners that he. Really enjoys playing the Friday the 13th video game. And he is. Uh, so he's endorsing Friday he the 13th is. It's video It's extremely game. graphic and ridiculously violent. But, you know, he's he's doing He's yapping at me in the background. But he wanted me to tell everybody that he really enjoys playing that. And then. Okay, well, that's good. It's, it, it, I'm sure they're pleased I'm to have sure, his I'm sure they are. They should, uh, maybe I'm they, sure, they should uh, well, be paying. Yes, they should be. Um, but then the other thing I wanted to um, point out was, you know, we, uh, Stephanie and I both went to Chicago a couple weeks ago, and we had a great time. And, um, and yes, but yeah, I drunk. would not um, – none of it would have been possible without my um, – I have two brothers – I have um, Casey is my youngest brother mm-hmm. and lives in Lexington. Thank you, Noah. I know mm-hmm. who my brothers are. Uh, Case, okay. uh-huh. Casey's been on the and, show And uh, then Jason, who I would also actually like to get on the show here shortly. But, um, but none of it would have been possible without my wonderful brother, Jason, who watched Noah for two days and allowed him to change my Google password That's- and download stuff. He should have been. He should have been paying you. Well, paying I, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I would have watched Noah. You did. I'm a little hurt that well, you, you didn't were ask supposed me to be watch in Chicago. Noah. And <laughs> no, don't bring that up. Chuck. Yeah, you were supposed to be in Chicago, idea. and uh, you know, I just I really want to make sure that he knows how much uh, I appreciated. Uh, he does he, he does he does, and I got a I got a text from him that said. Um, yeah, no shout out to me for watching your kid while you went to Chicago. So I wanted to make sure I wanted to make no. sure that I got that because he really did. Well, he Jason, was doing God's you probably work. know, Jason, as you know, I want to address this to Jason because Jason, as you know, she's thoughtless. <laughs> I am. But she we appreciate we, we appreciate you, Jason, and you're welcome to come on the show anytime to share Brandy stories because I'm sure all audience would. Love to know more about well uh, Queen Brandy and her upbringing I, and her, her lesbian softball. I mean, everyone everyone loves a good lesbian uh, softball. Story I'm trying to Brandy. talk him to coming into to DweebCon. I'm trying to, yeah. Well, oh, he's, cool. 
Yes. Yeah, he can be on. I know. Uh, well, we interview him live. He's funny because you know he like you know all of us has some social anxiety and you know he's just not sure whatever whatever. And I'm like, dude, you would be amongst friends if you come down. Like all of us, exactly. Together exactly. we're fine. Separately we go to our own corners yeah, and tend to stay there. So, um, but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping we can all talk him into that and. Jason's just actually Jason's just a really good guy. He's Eli's he's Eli's dad. So Eli my 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 pup. He's yeah, Eli's okay. dad. So um mm-hmm. so Jason, thank you so much. I know that I I didn't shout it out on the podcast, but thank you. I really you stepped through and you did God's work. So I appreciate you. Well, Jason, you are we would love to have you on the podcast anytime, um, especially at DweebCon. So we you have an open invitation. We would love for you to come and be on the show. So it sounds like it sounds to me like Jason is a is a fine person. And I know I met yeah. Casey, he's a fine person. So yeah. I can what only happened? I was happened? the oldest. I can only go to whatever your problem no, is cannot well, be your I was the oldest, fault. so all the experimenting and shit was you know. By the time they got on down the line, they already knew. So they got they were sure perfect. Sure, that's what you want to go with. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I'm on vacation. I thought your parents were wolves. I well, thought you've you seen just you've met my parents. I think time. you've seen my parents. They're lovely people. Yeah. yeah so they're very nice. People. You know, I was not raised by wolves, but well, you you definitely God, stand you have out no idea. But uh, yeah, of as the black sheep, of course. Oh, okay. yeah, yes, that's of course. What I meant. <laughs> well, I'm the one. All my cousins. Well, we. Would, but I'm sure they love still you. love you. Jason on the show, and um, we certainly appreciate him uh, watching Noah. So you could go up and well, actually, you're supposed to go up and work. You went up actually. Well, but went on wait a minute. Let's drunk, also. But whose fault was it that I was not at a table? Whose fault? Not my fault. I. Uh, it was. It was Charles's fault. fault. I didn't do it. So, but no, in my in hmm. my family, all of my cousins kind of moved away, and so Jason and I are in charge of this rowdy group of old people that are my family. So, it's uh, it's a bit like herding cats, but you know, between the two of us, we've managed to keep them all alive so far. Well, well it is. The day's it still is. young. So, there you go. That's what's happening, and I'm going. I'm going to the cabin here on Thursday. I'm very excited. So that's that's kind of how it is. Okay. If you hear a noise outside, don't tell Stephanie. Well, no, I'm gonna I'll, go I'll throw check her outside out. and tell her to go check it out. Yeah. It's just, well, it, I've seen those movies. Don't yeah. take a shower. Don't take a shower. No. Uh, well, that's where they get but, you in the shower. And if you're running from someone, don't run into the garage. I will try to. I will try to avoid it, and I will also <laughs> yeah. try and avoid running in high heels so that I trip and fall and twist an ankle. So yes. I will avoid that. Yes. All right. Let me introduce the man who we really spent a lot of time on brandy. I got today. a lot happening. That's a lot of brandy time. You're right. Yeah. A man who needs no introduction, a man who is known as the most dangerous man in podcasting today. Brandy, I I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and said, you know, that colonel, he is really an oasis. 
in the desert Zero of despair. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Holy shit. Oh, I couldn't be better, Timmy. Wait a minute. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be better, Timmy. Well, that's, that's I'm, a I'm happy to switch. Hear that, What's going on with you? Well, Timmy, you know, I, I bought this house years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And when I bought the house, you know, it was it was kind Much of a like fixture up. And, and I built a deck on the house, Tim. And, and it's a goddamn mm-hmm. impressive deck, too. I have to say that. And uh, for the last week, I have been He's known for his deck, uh, Brandy. He's oh, yeah. Not. I got some deck over here. My deck's got some game. And I pressure wash my deck, Timmy, mm-hmm. and I have three coats of sealer on it, and that job is complete, and I'm done. Well, that was so your fucking very stupid handy, story. What the fuck? You sealed your deck? Who cares? What the fuck kind of ridiculous ass story is well, that? There's a lot of people who's interested in. Uh, a lot of people is interested in the Colonel's. No, deck. no, they're not. Yeah, they're not. I speak for all people. They're not. Hmm. And I went around, checked my fences to make sure the puppy couldn't get. You know, I got, as you, some of our listeners know, she brought a puppy home. Mm-hmm. And the goddamn thing's insane, Timmy. It's Is just it completely well? insane. Is it what? Is it adjusting well? The dog thinks he's 75 pounds, Timmy. He keeps uh, good picking baby. fights with he's Rudy. A good boy. And Rudy tries to play along with him. You know how dogs, when they fight, they like to bite each other's ears? Mm-hmm. Well, Beauregard is too small to reach Rudy's ears. So Rudy has to get down on the ground and cock his head sideways so Beauregard can get a hold of his ear. Oh, well, that's very gentlemanly of him. Well, it's very gentlemanly until Rudy just whacks him with a paw and knocks him across the room because Beauregard's only a pound and a half. But he literally thinks he's about 65 pounds. He'll come up to Rudy, get up on his back paws, and get up in Rudy's face. And then Rudy just whacks him with a paw and knocks him across the room. And now, then he shakes his head. Has So Rudy's not uh, jealous at all? No, they've actually become pretty pretty close friends, Timmy. They've they've become pretty fast friends. They run around the yard and play with each other and well, they play with each other as best they can when you have a sixty five pound dog and a one pound dog, but But Rudy So, no, so Rudy, Rudy has a little brother. Him. Rudy has a little brother. He's teaching him, you know, and it's Rudy has really set a standard for dogs that really no other dog is gonna meet. Uh, Your thoughts on that, Brandy? I don't care. But I love the dogs. Well, Well, Rudy has has a big following. He's a big what? And now he does have a big following. Yes, yes. Following. A lot of people like Rudy. Wow, it's an amazing story that you played farmer and built a deck and checked your fences. Awesome. I fixed them. You fixed Uh, them. Well, I'm glad you're doing well, Colonel. 
Uh, you I, you, you know, don't appreciate the simple things in life. So that's what your problem uh, is. No, I mean, compare the, let's compare the stories. He's yeah. just doing some home improvement, talking about the love and loyalty of a puppy. And all you went on about was going down to a cabin, smoking some wacky weed, <laughs> drinking some moonshine, getting shit-faced, yeah. getting away from your family. Are you right. sure? Are you sure it's my family? So I'm I think away we from? clearly have Are shown. You absolutely sure. Who's well, the more? Are you taking the more your family responsible with you? and 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 caring? I'm a person. lovely person. Brandy, are you taking are you taking uh, no. young Noah with you? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So you are getting away uh, from your family. Well, I am, but that is not the purpose of this trip. Hmm. It's just a bit of a bonus. Where you well, tell yourself to sleep at night. Let me oh, give you good. some advice, okay. Devil, for yes. trips like this. Because you, you're going to take a copious amount of, of marijuana with you. But, I know how you travel. But you need to divide that in half and give your friend half and take half. Because the amount that you're going to take, if they catch it on one person, it's going to be a distribution charge. They're not going to believe that that much marijuana first is of all, one I've... person, devil. So have your friend. And you know she's swinging by the pain clinic on her well, way down there. To oh, yeah. Two she days. is. To, yeah. Both of you have met Stephanie. So that's who I'm going down with. She is very nice. She's very nice. She is very Second nice. Second of all, she's very I feel nice. certain that since we're going to the fucking eastern Kentucky bumfuck bejesus, that I'm I'm betting that there's some growing in the yard, and I won't even have to take my own. I'm betting I can just walk through the woods a little bit and come across a whole stash of shit. So I'm okay. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say this, but it, it, it's it's bothering me a little bit. And I know the colonel is too much of a gentleman to say this. But did he, did uh, Colonel, did she not just uh, pawn Noah off on, didn't she just talk about pawn Noah off on her brother a couple weeks ago? And now he's going to go stay with my mom and dad. She just, she, yeah. It's, um, don't, don't you I feel do not, guilty leaving I Noah behind? do not. Are you capable of feeling guilty? So every other week, it's okay just to leave your small child and, and go smoke dope, get high, yeah. take your pain pills. It's like you're some kind of movie star First somewhere all, or something. I don't, like your Paris Hilton with a small child. First of all, is settle down, ambassola addiction. Mm. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, simmer <laughs> with that. Noah hmm. is going to be perfectly happy he's going to stay with his grandparents who will love him and give him everything that he well, wants I, I, i'm no doubt that he'll be happy i'm yeah. i have no doubt he'll be happy but you know you have a responsibility of a parent and i mean you just minute. left and him let me also like say this a few days this ago. trip may not necessarily be for me it may be that my friend stephanie wants to go out because she's got some things that she needs to work out and we're gonna go and tackle those things together i mean is that even possible that i'm doing this you know for somebody else also now no, you're sharing I, stephanie's I problems do, over not, the airwaves where 32 I'm not, people I'm, I'm are going to hear them i mean hmm. i i feel like that's a very distinct hmm. possibility i'm posing, She's posing the, question. the question isn't it possible that i'm doing this unselfishly oh, no okay. it's not no well you doing something unselfishly would be out of character a great deal it's possible that you could be 
but it's just not been the experience well, that Timmy what. and I have had with you. That's all. Now, as you're as you're driving down in Kentucky, will you be sharing stories like you know your days at your economics no. professor no. that sort of but thing? I'll tell you what, Chuck. Since I am selfish and ungiving, stay the fuck out of my office and keep your grubby paws out of my peanut butter M and M's and my pop tarts. How about that? Oh no! You know what? When you left Friday, yeah, I went in. Stay and the fuck out of my office. Rims. I'm going to have Jamie Lockett. I did stay out of my office. Yeah. I would have shared, but you're a prick. So now I'm. Not. I got a key. He's like see that woman you, no, that went see? in and licked the he ice is. cream, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about straw hat riots. That's why people are tuning in. Nah, not for twenty minutes of everyone is it, about this story. Is it? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying she is running off, Timmy. A muck. A muck she's running. Indy, Kentucky. And watch out. If you hear banjo playing, just lock the yeah. doors and hide. Um, because I bet, she, be I bet she doesn't wear oh shoes God. the whole weekend. That would be amazing. No. And then saying, oh, no, this is basic. basically what she's saying is it's like a church. She's trying to make this I'm, out like I'm not a church at all. mission trip. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, my friend Stephanie needs me. But that's why I got to take a pound and what a half of marijuana fuck? with me. Because, yeah, she acts know. like she's going to Jesus <sighs> camp, but she's not. Oh, yeah. my God. Can we talk about the straw hat riots? And this fashion right. faux pas? The Straw Hats riots, Brandy, occurred between September 15th and September 23rd in 1922 in New, New York, York City. City. Sorry. The riots <laughs> The riots were precipitated by gangs of young boys marauding in the streets Marauders. of New York, snatching and smash snatching and yes, smashing straw hats being worn by men violating social norms by wearing their straw hats beyond the acceptable date of September well, the 15th. What were they, a bunch of goddamn well, savages? Seriously. Yeah, they, apparently they, they had some problems. Men in the early uh, 20th century who wore straw hats after September the 15th were commonly ridiculed. Their hats were snatched off their heads and crushed. And during this faithful year of 1922, men in straw hats were physically assaulted by mobs of young hood, hoodlums, hoodlums in New York City, Brandy. Your thoughts uh, you on know, that? It's like sh- white shoes after Labor Day. You deserve to be scorned mm-hmm. and shunned. Men, men commonly wore, of course, uh, in the war, uh, wore these hats in the roaring 1920s. But societal norms strictly prevented them from donning the straw hat variety after September the 15th. Everyone knew it. Everyone was aware. Everyone was on notice. They put it in paper. Yeah, they actually did. Uh, no, no one's exactly sure why uh, September 15th was the cutoff date, particularly since summer doesn't officially end until September the 21st. But uh, by this unwritten rule, uh, this one was very specific. September 15th was called, also known as Felt Hat Day, meaning that you should substitute your straw hat for a more traditional felt hat beginning on September the 15th and wear that throughout, you know, 
the rest of the year. Felt hat season began promptly on September the 16th and was in, in effect until May the 15th, exactly eight months. Men who fail to adhere to the societal norm face ridicule, brandy, and worse. Young troublemakers uh, used, uh, used the style etiquette faux pas as an excuse to hat snatch, Brandy. Hat, hat snatch, snatch shenanigans. Oh, my God. Yes. That sounds like a <laughs> Ted Nugent song. It's not shenanigans. Dude, I was watching uh, Ted, Ted Nugent was playing that on like some um, Fox News Channel show. Like it was some music show that um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' dad. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it's like all these old blue-haired ladies. They're just sitting there, you know, stand, sitting there tapping their toes to. Cash scratch fever. I just was. It's just really funny to me. I'm, I'm not sure if they knew what that song was about, but anyway, a straw hat is a brimmed hat that is uh, woven out of straw or straw-like okay. material, brandy, from different Makes plants sense. or synthetics. A straw hat was generally lightweight and designed to protect the head from the sun and against heat strokes. Colonel and I may start bringing I think the that you straw should. hat back. Brandy. I would love you every minute that? of that. If the Colonel and I wore straw hats at I would love the next every minute of it. Every minute. DweebCon, of course, the weekend of October the 4th here in Cincinnati. We invite all of you to attend. Well, There'll I be, have my felt the, hat already for DweebCon, but I'll get a straw hat, yeah. Well, I think we would be violating the folk. We would be committing a faux pas if we I, wore it. They may not sell them at the local haberdashery if after Mm. that. So you should get it now and not wait. Okay. Well, they probably come with a warning. They'll sell them all year round, but they come with like a pillow. They They got a tag on them that you can't cut it off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remove by, you know, penalty of death. Do not well, men wore them. They, men wore them um, to protect against heat stroke. So, yeah, they come in handy. I Straw hats. Both of you are, my deck yesterday, you know, Timmy. the both of Did you, you could use one to not burn the he- tops of your heads. Just saying, we are both we are both know, very stylish, Brandy. You know, doesn't Doctor Jeff have a straw hat that he wears? And every time I love it, I think he does. And every does. time I love it so so much. He is dapper. Dr. Jeff, if you're listening, post a picture of you on the Facebook group of he you so with your dapper. straw hat. Because he, he, he sang in a uh, barber shop. I know. Hat, a quartet, I He's think. neat. Yes. I think they're allowed to wear cool. straw hats all year round. Uh, I can see that, barber probably. Co- barber shop yeah. quartet. All right, go ahead. They was, I was going to join, but uh, I wouldn't oh, make number sing. five. So. I mean, there's that. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Straw hats became uh, the colonel can no. sing. No. Well, I can don't. sing. Thank you. Move on. Moving on. Straw hats became popular and fashionable in the 19th century. Instead of wearing felt or silk hats in the summer, men donned straw hats. Also, they're also known as oh. boaters, Brandy. No. You ever heard that term? And they use them for sporting events. It's, if you see old uh, footage of old baseball games. Almost all men were wearing one hat of one, either felt hat or a straw hat. 
And they dressed up a lot. You know, they wore like suits to go to baseball. Yeah. Games. Yeah, I, I that's that's really if 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 you ask what's wrong with Nobody society did. today, Timmy, it's it's the casual. It started attire. with casual Friday, Timmy. Really? Because I've yeah. seen your casual yeah. Friday, and you know, you ripping on it is some kind of hypocrisy. He's a very he rolls in man. in like a fruit of the loom tank dapper. top and some cut off jeans for Casual Friday. Now don't 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 exaggerate there. He is known for his uh, yeah. appearance. Not exaggerating. But dapper appearance, Timmy. Dap not. Hmm. Eventually, uh, the summer headwear was deemed acceptable for city dwellers as well. So it started out people in the country wearing them hillbillies. <laughs> And then it moved into the city where professionals wore them to work. The colonel and I will start wearing I hope you straw do. hats to work. I think we need to. I think we need to bring this back. Somebody it, needs to bring sexy back to me, and it could be us. Why? Well, there's Perfect. no reason why it couldn't be, Brandy. I will be waiting with breathless Being made of straw... Being made of straw, the boaters was uh, and is generally regarded as a warm weather hat. In the days, uh, in the days when men wore hats when they were outdoors, Straw Hat Day was the day in which men switched from wearing their winter hats or felt hats to their summer hats. Uh, it was a, uh, a sign the beginning of summer. So, this is tradition, Brandy. I know you scoff at tradition, but this yeah. is tradition. Well, the, social norms are not things Brandy readily accepts or follows. somewhat true, yes. I think we've seen that. The exact date of Straw Hat Day may vary slightly from place to place, but it was generally accepted as May the 16th. So that was considered Straw Hat Day, and you can start wearing your straw hats. It's right yes, around it our was. birthday, Brandy. You get a straw hat for your birthday. I will see if I can find one for your birthday, my dear Tim. Oh. Thank you. Sure. I would I would appreciate that. So between May 16th and September 15th, it became acceptable for men to wear straw hats. From September 16th to May 15th, however, it was expected that men wear felt hats. Because you can see how this kind of this straw hat kind of held the fabric of society together, Colonel. Right. It's it's and that's what that's what I mean. That's where it starts, Timmy. It's just oh. Uh, one the next day, thing you know, you're wearing straw hats on September the 16th. Next thing you know, well, you have anarchy. Clearly, because right? that's what exactly. we're talking about. Men who uh, continue wearing straw hats after September 15th were mocked for their well, fashion. For I feel like if it's a designated day, then you really should know. Few cities took this mandate more seriously than the fashion-conscious fashion Big Apple. Thank you. That's New York City, Brandy. For years, street smart New Yorkers New Yorkers knew better than to get caught wearing a straw hat out of season. Doing so, they found. Uh, doing so, they found all but guaranteed that some mischievous child would snatch the offending headgear and, and whoop stomp that kid's ass. Whoop that kid's that, ass. I. I will uh, wear my Noah hat when that? I want to wear my hat. I don't know. Young Noah Young Noah's probably yeah, gonna end oh. up, you know, wearing my skin and killing travelers at our motel soon, so stomping a stomping a straw hat is not gonna be out of his realm of possibility. 
It was so common for a young passerby to forcibly remove a hat from someone's head and crush it with his feet that newspapers, including the New York Times, would run reminders Jesus and caution people God. when September 15th was approaching. Because you couldn't figure out. Because you couldn't figure out when it All was. The, the hell. All the news that, that's fit to print, Brandy. On Wall Street, it became tradition for stockbrokers to snat, uh, to smash their straw hats at the cl- at the closing bell on you do September that? the 15th. So it was kind of a trip. What's kind of dumb? a tradition, I think. Well, because I think... What if you have one you really like? Do you well, know what I think we need every, to start doing, Timmy? Every year you should get really? a new straw hat, Brandy. Don't, don't, I, yeah. I think we should start a movement, Timmy. We can okay. get enough people behind us. Okay. Now, as as you played baseball, correct? Right? Yeah. You played yeah. a lot of baseball. And and I've coached baseball. And, and one of the things I taught my kids is there's, there's a way to wear a baseball teach. hat. And that, and you don't wear your hat backwards. You don't wear your hat cocked to the side. You don't wear your hat just resting on your head. And I would tell the kids, if I see you like that, you're just going to run. Because this is a uniform, and it's part of a uniform, and you wear it properly. So what I think we should do, Timmy, is start a movement that every time you see a kid wearing his hat backwards, you just grab it off his head and smash it. Oh, okay. So you kind of want to... Bring this whole. Um, I want to bring the traditional baseball hat back to wearing the traditional wearing the traditional way, Timmy. Okay, girl. Probably, but you know, all things is, we're doing is we're doing mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it's it's a way to get this country back on its feet, Timmy. So you think the we're, problem with the country is people's wearing their baseball caps backwards? Well, what, I mean, you you remember the last election, the whole Make America Great Again. I thought it was about getting people to wear the baseball hats right. I feel like we'd, we'd have been yeah. better off. I was all it's, for it. I was like, he's yeah, got a point, Brandy. It's usually the top of yeah. his head. Newspaper articles warned at the time that it was socially acceptable for stockbrokers to destroy their uh, each other's hats because they were among friends. However... It reminded readers that it was not right for strangers to do so. Fuck. So, the hat-smashing tradition spilled over into sports when Chicago Cubs fans would smash their straw hats to celebrate the team's first victory in the month of September. So, Brandy, you probably know more about straw hats after listening to just 15 minutes of this podcast than you knew that your whole life coming in. That is undoubtedly a true statement. It's an educational that, podcast. That's yes. what I like to remind people. Timmy, weren't you just in Chicago? Yes. And you went to some games. I went to one. Aren't Cubs Chicago game. Cubs fans just absolutely the worst? Well, They're you just know, the worst I, people in the world. Well, we had actually we had a good time. So I, I the fans were were fine. And plus, we have some listeners in Chicago that I don't want to offend, including the lovely. Michelle Johns. Mickey. You know, yeah, but Michelle Johns is not a Cubs. She's a White Sox fan. Are you today. sure? I wish she likes the White Sox. Who yeah. else, Brandy? Who else did you say, Brandy? No, Mickey. Uh, that's what that's what I think people uh, that's what her family calls her is Mickey, and I love that. I love every bit of it. Oh. I will call her that from now on. Yeah. She's she's wonderful. All right. Yeah. Mickey, she's Mickey. And you know it makes sense because I believe someone wrote us. 
Oh, Mickey, you're yes. so fine. You're so fine. Somebody you wrote a song about Hey, Mickey. Hey, I know. Mickey. I, I remember. They did. That was a one-hit wonder, too, wasn't it? That woman was like like 60 or something. Well, she's a, she she's a dance choreographer. Like, Yeah. She be, yeah, she did okay, she like even a, with her one-hit yeah. wonder. She did all right for herself. Mm-hmm. Tony Basil. But uh, not all smashing ev- hat-smashing events were so yeah. innocent, Brandy. An article... No, especially not if the head was problem. still in the hat, Timmy. An article in from the Pittsburgh Press dated September 15, 1910, noted that police had to intervene on more than one occasion to protect straw-lidded pedestrians. Uh, it says here in this article... If the informality should become general, there will sure to be a number of obstinate gentlemen, most likely with English blood in their vein, I don't know what the hell that means, who will coolly proceed to treat the fun-making as a physical assault and defend themselves in a manner which will spoil the so fun So wait a so they're pissed concerned. that these people That's are being like, hey, don't take my fucking hat. It's their fault. I mean, it well, is for I them think, wearing it. I well, think no, what I think, yeah, saying is... Come on. Uh, no, I the think English. it's a, I think it's a warning to to. Uh, I think the Pittsburgh Press was trying to warn people not to fuck with people's hats because at some point well, they're going to fight back, especially the British because they just can't take a joke to me. Who? The British just they they don't find shit funny. Is that what they mean by English blood yes. in their veins? I never, That's what I, they I, mean. I didn't get that. But anyway. Yeah, if they got a funny uh, funny accent, just don't fuck with the hats because they're going to get all. And then they give you a thorough tongue lashing and a, you know. Nothing I mean, worse than a thorough tongue down. lashing, Brandy. Both of you. Nope. All right. Um, the, the, the Pittsburgh uh, Press, anyway, they posted this warning. Their assumptions proved true as 12 years later, the unwritten rule was still in effect and a full-blown riot took place in New York City. That's oh, the straw man started fighting back, Timmy. It did. It started on September 13, 1922, two days before the straw hat ban was supposed to take effect, which is kind of fucked up, really, you know. If you're going you're gonna to steal someone's hat and smash it for not following the rule, you really need to wait till they violate the rule, uh, wouldn't you yeah. think, Brandy? I mean, you got till the 15th. They're well within their bounds. Well, young men got a... Well, young men got a head start on the tradition by grabbing and stomping on the hats of factory workers in the former Mulberry Bend section of Manhattan. Oh, poor yeah. factory workers. You know, they're probably like going in there. You know, they're living, they're working in all these unsanitary conditions. And they just had their straw hat. You know, losing their, losing, <laughs> losing fingers at work yeah, probably they got every a straw other hat day. And somebody took it. Yeah. And then they walk out. They walk. They walk out of work after probably an 18-hour shift, go home to eat a you know, bowl of gruel, and these little fucking kids come Ooh, up and whoop, grab somebody's straw Somebody's asked hat. for that. That kind of... Yeah. Uh, the fighting continued the um, following night when teen boys roamed the streets with large sticks, some of them with nails protruding at the end. Yeah. That can be dangerous, Brandy, to help... Help hook the hats oh off my people's God. heads. I'm surprised well, somebody like didn't lose an eye. Anyone, anyone who resisted were beaten, 
and several men had to be treated for their injuries. Many of the boys were under the age of 15, so they were not arrested. Their punishment was simply a good oh, spanking. Sake. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, listeners, I know the kind of freaks that listen to this show. Uh-huh. And this goes for you too, Devil. Don't be running down the street grabbing people's hats in hopes of a good spanking. you got to find a straw hat. Okay. I'm just saying it. They're not that easy uh, to so come by. So you're... You're saying, uh, Colonel, that many of our listeners would be uh, aroused by Thanks such for clearing that up. They, yeah, they, they're just like, oh, I can get a good spanking this well, way. Well, Let Colonel, me grab are you willing hat. to name names? Can we not? Uh, well, I think we all know who we're talking about. Okay. The devil, for one. Uh-huh. Um, you know, can Fallon. Not? She would, uh, let's see. Our happy birthday girl, Karen. Yes. Barnes, yeah, Karen, Karen. Yeah, yeah, she'd be running down the street grabbing hats and then falling, you know, tripping with a high heel, saying, "Oh no, I can't get away! Oh, help me!" Well, you know, we'd all so, be running around know, a lot looking for straw hats because you just don't see them anymore. Probably for this reason. Well, Colonel, I'm going to go ahead and read these. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and finish reading the script, but feel free to jump in when you think of other. Um, other people who, other listeners who might be aroused by that sort of uh, thing. Oh, just off our page. We just, Michelle Johns, she's going to be in Chicago uh, grabbing straw hats, looking all over for a straw on. hat, thinking she could get a spanking. So yeah. in the, in the um, New York Tribune published, uh, the New York Tribune published an article on September 17, 1920, writing, boys were guided by the calendar rather than the weather. And most of, meaning that it was still yeah. warm out, I guess, uh, most of their troublemaking proclivities indulged in a straw hat oh snatching goodness. orgy through the street, city street last night. A straw hat smashing orgy, Brandy. That's how it was described. Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I walked in on one of those mind, once. Huh? Just, you just painted a picture for me there. Thank you. A dozen or more were arrested. And seven were uh, seven were spanked uh, by their parents at the East 104th Street Police Station by order of the lieutenant at his desk. So the lieutenant ordered his par- the parents to spank their children in front of him. Colonel, now so, that seems a little unseemly to me. You know, Timmy, when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. we would get into trouble. They had this habit of not of just taking you down to the local police station. Mm-hmm. And and your parents had to be the one who picked you up. Right. And you did not want to be the guy whose parents showed up first. Because your parents, you know, they would just start beating you right there in the police station. And then you got to beat in front of all your other friends. So luckily my mom was kind of a straggler and she didn't mind how long I had to stay at the police station. So I usually got picked up last. So I would take the beating, but I wouldn't get it in front of all my other friends. So, yeah, I, I actually feel that pain. I know what it's like to take a beating in a in a police station. So you can but relate again, to that. Once again, we got, you know, I, I can see some of our listeners. Like who, Colonel? Um, and, and I don't, I don't want to name names like my co-host, you know, on the other show running down the street grabbing hats and then running into the police station saying, oh, I've taken all these hats. Is that wrong? Should I get a spanking? 
you know, just people like that. Mm. You think Casey Kitchens, you think she would? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, Timmy. Anna Gerline. No, Anna Gerline, Anna Gerline is a person who uh, does not follow civil norms, social norms. So she would say, no, it's okay. Wear the hat. What about uh, Jennifer Riker Smith, girl? Jennifer Riker Smith would be somebody who, no, Jennifer Riker Smith would be one somebody who would wear the straw hat beyond the date, just to get into a fight with somebody. <laughs> I can see Tammy oh, Ennis doing M-G. that. G. Oh, Tammy Ennis could. Yeah. Come on, Cleotis. So, Brandy, we yeah. have a lot of freaks on it. We have a lot. Oh yeah, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah, I can see Sarah Bloom being the enforcer of the straw hat. Oh, absolutely. Cut off date. She wouldn't. She wouldn't play. Sarah would not play. With no, that. no, she's no, badass. No, no. Aaron Fowler. I can see Aaron Fowler getting involved in something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, although uh, hat smashing occurred every year, it wasn't until ni- uh, 1922 that the shenanigans got out of hand. And Brandy is going to now tell us about the riot. So. On September 16, 1922, the New York Times first reported that hundreds of boys terrorized straw-lidded citizens, forcing them to run through a gauntlet. Other hoodlums lay hidden doorways before leaping out to attack. A man named E.C. Jones claimed a thousand teens were part of a roaming mob on Amsterdam Avenue. A man named a thousand thousand teens. A man named... Win- That's a lot. Winfield Bowley, 55, was kicked and beaten so badly that he was hospitalized. Even police officers, who were greatly outnumbered, were targeted. A group of boys threw acting detective Sergeant Bradinsky's hat in the street, and he fell into a gutter while pursuing his tormentors. Authorities would... Your thoughts on that, that Brandy? for them. Uh, authorities would break up a gang in one district only for it to reform in another area. According to the New York Times, gangs of hoodlums between the ages of 7 and 17, seriously, ran riot in the streets, smashing unseasonable straw hats and trampling them on the sidewalk. In some cases... These kids were out of control, Brandy. In some cases, mobs consisting of hundreds of young boys terrorized whole neighborhoods. Police received hundreds of reports from men stating they were assaulted and their property destroyed, often in broad daylight. As soon as the police broke up gangs in one district, the hoodlums would resume their activities in another. Although the attacks do appear to have been part of a criminal conspiracy, the assaults were reported in all the boroughs of the city. A main streetcar line in Manhattan was out of order most of the day on September 13th. After juvenile delinquents, some as young as seven, kept jumping on the car, snatching straw hats, and throwing them on the track to be destroyed. A favorite, and we don't want to make light of this, Brandy, because this is, this is you know, this is a destruction well, of private property. not only property. that, they're beating people. Um, yeah, I didn't put it in one of them. In one case, a guy was oh. kicked in the groin ah! by, by a nine-year-old, and, uh, yeah, I guess it done some, like, serious damage to him. He was, like, hospitalized and had to be operated on. Yeah, see. So, so that's, uh, kicking in the groin is uh, no joke, Colonel. 
No, it, it, it's just it's just untoward, Timmy. There's there's certain lines you don't cross, and kicking a man in the groin is one of those things. Now, but you know, certain... women women tend to laugh about. You know, you ever hear women say, "Oh, kicking him in the kicking him in the balls, yeah. ha ha." That is reserved for the most heinous of crimes. Absolutely, Colonel. Uh, A favorite... Continue, Brandy. Just don't jump straight to kicking in the balls, Timmy. I mean, you could pull somebody's hair, slap them in the face a little bit, call them some really ugly names. But too often, people want to jump straight to kicking people in the groin. That should be the last resort, resort, Brandy. It is a last resort. You should shoot somebody, actually, before you kick them in the groin. Yes. A favorite ploy of the boys was to line up 10 to 12 deep, arm themselves with sticks, some with nails in them, and force, and force their victims to run the gauntlet while pounding them over the head with their sticks. Although most of the victims were not seriously Damn. injured, all reported destruction of private property and severe headaches. In other incidents... It's like it turned into yeah, goddamn Lord of the Flies up in, in other New York instance, well, you would get headache if if you get beaten with a stick. You know, over the head, it tends to give you headaches. Yeah, you need your Advil. Uh, Will you be taking Advil with you to your yes. uh, cabin in? The in room? other incidents, ten to twelve boys would hide in doorways and suddenly dash out to surprise and attack their victims. Um, why weren't they get well, the shit kicked saying. out Hook of them? This one, ass. I'm not understanding. The young criminals would snatch the victim's hat, smash it smash it through with their fists while their friends kept the victim busy by assaulting them. One victim, Victor Roy of Queens, reported being taunted by a gang of young boys, mostly under the age of 10. The boys, uh, the boys the apparently... Fu- start. Hold on. You can kick the-, the boys apparently... These are like little... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Powery boys. The boys uh, apparently kept heckling Roy as he was walking down Mercer Street by making sport of his large frame. The boys kept whistling. Oh, that's, that's well, a the smart boys kept thing whistling to do. and shouting out insults to Roy, such as fatso and blubber jowls. 
which when he'd had enough, Roy stopped to confront the boys and teach them some manners. It was Roy, though, who apparently was taught the lesson. When one of the young lads snuck up behind him, yanked down his trousers, and snatched the straw hat from his head. They de-pantsed him and de-hatted him. Uh, that's, 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 uh, uh, that's just uncivil, Brandy. It is. It's just... As Roy tried to regain his composure and regain possession of his hat, the boys started passing the hat to each other to keep it from him. One of the boys then tossed the hat in front of an oncoming produce truck, and the hat was destroyed. Harry Gerber, 42, of 115th Street, went to Harlem Hospital to report injuries he had sustained when boys tried to snatch his hat on the Upper West Side. Gerber reported a gang of boys, some as young as seven, snatched his hat and attempted to destroy it. When Gerber attempted to fight back, one lad snuck up from behind, got on all fours, while one of his young friends in front of Gerber pushed him, knocking the Harlem resident to the ground. The boys, 10 and 12, then took turns kicking Mr. Gerber and then dashed away with his hat. As darkness was setting in, yeah, monsters? as darkness was setting in on the evening of September 13th, now organized groups of teenagers prowled the streets, wielding large sticks again with a nail driven through the top looking for pedestrians wearing straw hats and beating those who resisted. It's like goddamn children of the corn in New York Uh, City. One man claimed that his hat was taken and the group who had taken his hat joined a mob of about a thousand that was snatching hats all along Amsterdam Avenue. Many victims fought back against the hat snatching thieves. Harry Oldbaum, 46 of 116th Street, chased his assailant after a gang of hoodlums snatched his straw hat from his head on the Lower East Side. Mr. Oldbaum caught up with the youngest and apparently slowest member of the group, nine-year-old Morris Skikowitz. Mr. Oldbaum grabbed the lad by his ear and escorted him to the nearest police station where the young man was charged with juvenile delinquency. His parents were summoned to the police headquarters, and the young lad was released to his parents' custody after he received a well-deserved spanking at the direction of the police lieutenant in charge. Some of the incidents, however, were more serious than others. Jonathan Sweeney, age 10, was struck by an automobile when he and his friends were engaged in the sport near 7th Avenue and 17th Street. What a little I'm telling you, the young boy had snatched a pedestrian's hat and was attempting to run away when he was struck by a car driven by Brooklyn resident John Monfort. Hey. Shit ain't right. so funny now, is it? Yeah, but now how how fast three could blocks a down. car in 1922 uh, let's see. Be The young man was taken to Bellevue Hospital for treatment. He suffered multiple fractures as a result as the automobile had run over his leg. No charges were get filed against the driver or the youth. Although the initial brawls on September 15th was broken up by police, the fights continued to escalate throughout the evening. Gangs of teenagers prowled the streets, wielding large sticks, looking for pedestrians, and beating those who resisted. At the end of the first day, the police treated the attacks more like an annoyance than a riot. However, as the incidents increased on the evening of the 15th, police became more concerned. Straw hat riots embroil the east side, ran a New York Times headline on September 16th. It reported scores of rowdies on the prowl and even mentioned straw hat bonfires uh, being at... Scores of rowdies. ...being throughout the city. On the prowl. 
Scores of rowdies on the prowl. Reminds me of that movie, uh, The Gangs in... No, not Gangs of New York City. Uh, the Warriors, Timmy. You remember I the love movie, that Warriors? movie. Did you like The Warriors, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, it was about a gang in New York. It's a really good show. It's about all kinds of different gangs. Yeah. Some on roller skates. Some Some lesbian. They were a lesbian gang. Les- they had a lesbian softball team gang. Yeah. You could have been in that one. Mm-hmm. Brandy, so, speaking well, of softball. What? When you played softball, uh, when you played softball in college, uh, when you guys were on road trips, did you talk about your lesbianism uh, on the bus? And, you know, when what was between? the signal? What was the signal you used to say, I'm you open for fucking this. ridiculous. Yeah. Is there like a secret handshake? No. Chuck. Well, we just like no, we're, we're just trying to learn, Brandy. We're trying. We're trying to learn about like, your culture. We're trying to be more. We're trying to be more woke. Woke you here, are, devil. You are not. So Chuck, you can't. Please tell us about the conclusion of these straw hat riots. All right. Well, a more serious incident occurred on the morning of September 16, Timmy, when a gang of okay. people decided to snatch the straw hats of. Dock workers. Now, that's not generally a good idea to mess New with dock workers. Dock workers are pretty badass. As they Brady, did work. you ever date a dock worker? A longshoreman? Uh, no, I've never dated a dock worker. I guess not. Continue, Colonel. Right. I think she left again, Timmy. Yeah, she probably had to go. But, no, you know, I didn't she, leave. she has to take I her. Uh, I just put my phone on mute. I'm making myself something to drink. She has to take her heroin every... She has to take her heroin. Oh, she's making, making herself, herself a drink, drink. Colonel. Oh, you making well, herself I mean, a drink already? Well, it's yeah, eleven o'clock. Me, it, I mean, it's been it's been twenty minutes, it's Colonel. Come o'clock. on, give me a break. Yeah, but I've never dated a longshoreman. Well, so now they they go down. No, but you will be dating an auto parts salesman here, Lanny. Time in your Lanny with that I mean, acne. Up. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. When Dave leaves you, he. Dave's going to rise up sooner or later. I figured when you said you were going away to the cabin this weekend, he's kicked you out. That's my first thought. Was it yours, Colonel? I thought I thought she was going to rehab no, again. Not this time. Uh, well, no, I mean, that was my first. How many thought. times can a, can they are you allowed to go to rehab though? I mean, look, I know if, if I get another punch. I, well, I think Brandy's I got punch one in my of those, card. I get a she toaster. Got punch card. Yeah. Well, hmm. back. Back to the story because you know, Brandy. I'm tra- Brandy because you keep us from getting off track here. Well, she had to, to make herself a drink, Colonel, because a drink. you know it's been 20 minutes. I know. Yeah, is, are you making the shaking or stirred, Devil? Well, the shipyard workers—they had a reputation for being no nonsense type of men, Timmy. M- much like you and I, if we were walking exactly into, the, into our jobs and we're no nonsense, on. Brandy. The youth would know, oh, these two men, are they don't look like we should fool with them. So anyway, when a gang of boys sought to employ their, their shenanigans against the city's longshoremen, well, chaos quickly ensued, Timmy. The dock workers confronted the boys with two-by-fours, wrenches, and other makeshift weapons. Now, they don't play, Brandy. No, they don't. And a full-scale brawl broke out between these boys and some grown men on Canal Street in Lower Manhattan. 
The brawl soon stopped traffic on the Manhattan Bridge and was eventually broken up by the police, leading to numerous arrests. Numerous arrests, Brandy. Seven boys and two dock workers were seriously injured and required treatment. With scores of reported incidents and dozens of arrests, the authorities started to take the assaults more seriously at the end of the second day. More seriously. As the New York Tribune reported, on the next day, September 16th, a dozen or so boys were arrested, and seven were spanked by their parents. Yeah, I, I can hear the uh, listeners just giggling right now. They're titillated, uh, Colonel. Oh, they are. They are. They're just getting all their 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 woman parts are getting all tingly, thinking about, oh, how can I steal a hat to get me a spanking, especially by a police officer? Because you know they love men oh, in uniforms. They love men oh in God. uniforms. Yes, they do. Now, some delinquents will find $5 because, as the judge explained, despite the tradition, hat smashing was illegal. It is against the law to smash a man's hat, and he has a right to wear it in a January snowstorm if he wishes. That's exactly right. curiously named Peter Hatting told the New York Times, to hit a man's hat is a simple assault, and in this court, it will be treated as such. And I want you to spread this word among all who had spread smashed hats. the word. And they had one youth in there. The word. They had one youth in his courtroom, and, and the prosecutor was badgering him, and he said, you took the hat, didn't I? You took the hat, didn't I? And he said, and finally the, the little youth broke, and he said, you're goddamn right I took the Seriously. hat. Seriously. And he said, you know what? We have rules. We have rules. And on September 15th, you oh switched the felt hats. Because this is a dangerous no. world we live in. And the fact is, you Not, want me snatching ha- hats. You no, need Jessup, me snatching Nothing like that hats. happened. It actually did in New York no. courtroom. So, M- Magistrate so Hatting was aggravated at the hundreds of sna- hat snatching related, cat snatching, cat snatching yeah. and hat snatching related cases that was filling his courtroom and made it clear that he would no longer treat these as a nuisance, but as a serious crime and would jail any would-be offenders. Now, interestingly, and see, Timmy, this is where we really get to the heart of the story, Timmy. Now, Brandy, the one thing I like about the colonel when he reads, it's, first of all, it's very very articulate and it's very clear and... He knows so much. He, 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 he's able to take a dip in his oh well of knowledge and share it. His, with puddle, our his puddle of knowledge. Well, I Continue, researched Colonel. these stories, not. Timmy. You didn't even know what it was about till 20 minutes ago. I'm not, just, I'm not just walking in here cold, Timmy. You send me a script, and I think, well, Timmy's research is, so it must be very important. So I'm going well, to... Well, I appreciate uh, you always taking the, the uh, subject serious and, and always uh, doing extra research, Colonel, because our, our listeners really appreciate that. Uh, you're sober. You're sober throughout the podcast. Uh, you're, uh, you, you're not under influence of any Wait type a minute. of drugs. I'm starting to feel attacked. What happened? Percocets. Ambasol. Percocets. Ambasol. Marijuana. What? 
Yeah. So thank you, Colonel, for taking this podcast seriously. Yes. But here's where we get to the heart of the matter, Timmy. The riot was a boon for hat stores, which stayed open late to provide soft headwear for those men who feared being attacked. Oh, that's Lines good. formed that's with smart. several hundred customers outside many of Manhattan's finest haberdasheries as customers queued to purchase felt hats in hopes of being spared ridicule and assault. So I am always hopeful of being spared ridicule ride? and assault, Brandon. The straw hat industry, that's who is behind it. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. No, yeah, the straw hat industry. Well, no, it was the felt hat industry that was behind it. You think? Oh, yeah, right, they would they benefit. Because they were yeah. selling. Felt hat industry, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Uh, follow right. the money. You always follow the money in these things. And the money leads right back to the haberdasheries. There were haberdashery shenanigans, Timmy. Well, Colonel, as always, you get right to to the heart of the matter. Uh, you're you you are able to zoom in on the real problem. So thank you, Colonel. Thank you. Well, I like this. I like to think I can see through all the nonsense, Tim. Now, Colonel, do you have any final thoughts on well, the straw hat riots? Oh, <laughs> absolutely continue, Colonel. Well, no one died in the Straw Hat Riots. Of 22. Um, but of 22, you know, what was started as a childish prank began to be a criminal offense. But in 1925, Timmy, President There was a guy Coolidge killed in 24. Maybe one How of, are you going to skip over that poor guy? Yes, the hat-snatching tradition continued for a couple more years. One man was reportedly killed in 24. We don't know that for sure, because that could have been a domestic incident, too, where his wife just came out. No, of that's, not, no that's not what happened. He got beat by a gang of older boys using the straw hat day as an excuse, and they beat him and robbed him and killed him. Yeah, but that was used as an excuse. Well, right. So they, but they went ahead real, and beat and robbed and killed him. It wasn't a true straw hat crime. And if you're gonna if you're gonna compliment Timmy's yeah, research, see, that, then you need to read all of it because there are little tidbits in here that you feel like you can just blow off. What I'm because saying, because you think you know better, Cliff Clavin. Is they were using the straw hat day. They were Colonel, using the it, It's day. clear that Brandy is feeling somewhat uh, inadequate with with her performance, so she has to attack oh. you. But please continue, Colonel. Yeah, what they were see, they were using a logical fallacy there, Devil. <sighs> They were using straw hat day as a straw man excuse to no. beat this man Jesus. to death. Good point, Colonel. See, what are you like, yes. Ed McMahon, Tim? So anyway. Settle down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm just it, supporting my co-host. Oh, Thank you. It takes a village. <laughs> it, it takes a village to raise you, devil. And we're trying to I, just help you out here. I don't need I help. Know I know you're well up into your 40s, and it's hard for you to change. Well, but she's we're just a, she, trying to, uh, her mind is on that cabin and getting her booze and all that. She's not into this this episode at all. She's she's more in line, more thinking about her line of coke what? that she's going to be doing down there at the cabin. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Strippers what? in the hot tub. It, 
just a shameful exercise. You know what? Is what you're going to be doing, Stephanie? Please keep an eye on her, and you got the you got the Narcan available. You know, here's I hope. The, thing. I hope. the you know weekend what's amazing of debauchery. Is like every mother that's listening right now is like, you know, girl, I totally get it. But just go. You don't have to do any of that. Just go, and it'll be quiet. You can sleep in. They're all feeling it. They're feeling me. They understand. <clears throat> you know. It, it Not every a, woman wants to escape from did her Did you family. ever think I just wanted to escape <laughs> from work? <laughs> I, you know, this reminds me of a, a, a Bill Burr thing where he, you know, he was talking to my guests that Oprah always had on. And she would say, you know, she's an actress and, you know, it's a hard job. But she has the hardest mother in the job in the world, and that's being a mother. And, and and I agree with Bill on this. And if you've ever been a roofer when it's 105 degrees out or a mother feeding your kids peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and popping in Bob the Builder in the DVD while you go drink Bob wine and take a nap, I would venture to say it's not the hardest or, job Or watch Dr. Phil on the sofa, from the sofa. Right. Yeah. Eat bonbons. I mean, mother and how hard is anymore? it? You know Everybody I mean? says that. Do they even sell those anymore? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When you get when you get back, I'll have you some at work. I you're a lying motherfucker, but okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm just saying. Okay, Colonel. What what Tell what about, about the president? Well, the president in 1925 decided to speak out, and he said, "Disallow the state for straw Silent hats." Cow. Yeah. Silent Cow decided to speak, and he said, discard the gate date for straw hats and ignore it. And it describes the U.S. president calling the straw hat expiration date ridiculous. The leader of the free world, Timmy, held wide influence as more and more men began to ignore the unofficial deadline, and straw hat smashing eventually died out. But really, that was the, the that was the first tear to me in the fabric of our society. Hmm. It was just one loose string. Everything was fine. Then we had Straw Hat Day that just got ignored, and that little little thread got pulled in the fabric of society, Timmy. And look where we're at now. Well, that's why you need to you need to run for president, Colonel, because we need you. America needs you. Well, the, I think I am going to run for president, and, and one of the first things on my platform is going to be bringing back Straw Hat Day. Well, good. And Baseball I, Hat Day. Your you thoughts on that, baseball hat. Go for it. Is she still sober? Is she I'm still awake? All right. Brandy, your final thoughts on the Straw Hat Riot of 1922? It's pretty fucking ridiculous. Honestly. I mean... You're like assaulting. Are you wondering why we no, even no, no, did no. this? No, I mean the story is very interesting. I think the whole thing's ridiculous because you know, not, you have nothing else to do but whoop somebody's ass over a hat, like over a straw hat. And these grown men are sitting there. You know, you're getting beat up by a nine year old, and you're just sitting there and taking it. Like start beating. Uh, in in start all beating fairness, the older kids with in the all younger fairness, ones. They were wrong. In all fairness, they shouldn't have wore the hat. But they started early. The problem was they started on like the 13th. (laughs) So come on. So you're, 
So you're saying if they did it on the 15th, that all would have been okay. At least you wouldn't have had these guys, you know, just wandering out of the coal mine and looking up and they're getting their ass whooped over some stupid straw hat. Give me a break. Whoop (laughs) their ass. Whoop those kids' ass. Seriously. You're telling me the people back then didn't have canes? (laughs) Colonel, your final thought on the straw hat riot, 1922. Well, the rules were clear to me. You don't wear the hat after the 15th. Now, these young the men were out of line by beating on the men before the thing, before the deadline. But once, I mean, once the men reached the deadline and they were still wearing the straw hats. They're fair game. They had it coming. These to hats me. are not gremlins. Colonel Justice. Well, it's, I'm just saying. It's Colonel Justice, Brandy. It's not yeah. at all. Colonel Justice is reserved for, you know, not these people. It's reserved for really, really horrible people. If you toss well, it around, it's meaningless. I think Colonel's point is, well, I think what Colonel's, the Colonel's point is, is a valid one, is we really didn't have the anarchy that we have today. We don't have serial killers back in 1920. Yeah, but I think, I think that's not true, and but, we know it. Well, when you started breaking society's rules by wearing straw hats beyond the acceptable date, it all starts falling apart. Well, and I and I will I will I will give as an example one of the brilliant brilliant legal minds oh. of our time to me. Thank you, Colonel. Um, Rudy Giuliani and what his broken fuck? window theory to me. Now we all know what a legal, what a oh. genius he is, right? Because we see him on TV well, all the time. I thought you meant me, but okay. You didn't pass the bar. Well, no, I was going to get to you, but the, but the broken window theory. Yes. You know, you just, I, I don't really know. There what the it is. Okay, good. Well, is, it's but. that you that you enforce that you have police enforce jaywalking and right, uh, right. Uh, uh, you know, looter, uh, loitering, whatever. Yeah. So that you 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 are so strict that um, you enforce the all the rules, even no matter how small, and the, and that that will eventually lead to the uh, you know to cleaning up the city, and and people won't be violating the bigger rules if you start enforcing the smaller ones. I think that's the the idea behind that. So you're saying that if you because they let this uh let people wear their straw hats after the acceptable date um that began to people begin to take societal norms loosely and what i'm that, saying is that leads to would we have had a more, ted bundy yes if we had straw hat day probably not he no, makes a he good point brandy he doesn't at all not at all we would like to thank we would like to thank all the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, please go to patreon.com slash history where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or or just a wee little bit to me. Colonel, we got some just. shout outs to the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. We do, and we have Charlene. Neron, how do we forget her last time, Timmy? I must have, though. I must have. Yeah, I must know. Have I so I forget. I don't, I don't know, but thank you. Me for that. Thank you, Charlene. Nick Johnson, Timothy Sloan, Mary Sheldon, Gina Green, Whitney James, Jay Cleveland Payne. 
One of my one of my good friends. I was on his show one time, Timmy. Yes, he's a Nina very good Gerard. Guy. Carl Aspen, he he has this as a conversation. That's a very good podcast. Um, Sue Van Hook, Paula Kimes, who just had a birthday. Jim Seabright, um, Andrew Scamell, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Stratford, Malachi, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savota, Purr, Maggie Glover, um, Gracie's mom, Erica, Hiro, the Comeback Podcast, LK Barr. Reen, of course, Marissa Albanese, let's see, Phyllis Munson, Jennifer Riker-Smith down in the, uh, with the Austin crew. That and is the Stephen Austin Potts, Mafia down there, Colonel. The Austin Mafia, Stephen Potts, who's really basically a one-man mafia down in the other half of the world. Anna Garrett, Ben Dubrovich, Ursula, also known as Lenick, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, who we hope to see at DweebCom, Bethann Wallen, Michelle Johns, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Jess, Leanne Flanagan, Julia Rodriguez, uh, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacey Alsa, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, of course, They Walk Among Us podcast, Lorna Violet, Michael Deo, Kelly Charette, Karen Widener, Callie Jones, Laura Meredith, Jessica Greeno, Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrace, Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Timmy, Kimberly Cambron, Elise Edgerton, History Goes Bump, which is a great podcast, Annette Trevino, I'm sorry, Amber Trevino, and Annette Petray, Lise, Ahara Lopez, Alicia and Chip Mincy, Marquia Smith, Dr. Jeff and his wonderful bride, Dawn, who we hope is healing up well from her recent surgery. Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, who's out stealing hats right now. Rachel Flynn, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, Maja, Karen Michelle, Carol Elise, Christine Malachinsky, Adam McWaters, uh, Paula Kimes, we got her twice because it was a birthday. Yeah, it was her birthday. Banish so podcast. Happy birthday, Paula. Canadian True Crime, Charlie from Insight, Angela Santos, Kim Stroop, Lydia, Lydia Fisher, Nicole Adams, Mistress Veda, Ron Monasterio, Tracy Smith, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl Weldon, Veronica Moreno, Chris Lane, Alexandra. Elaine Baker, Vivian Baca, Amanda Lupez, Shannon Arnold, Kimberly Smith, who's down in Orlando right now, Robin Sherrard, Keith Ruth and Keith Whitfield, or Keith Whitfield, Cassie Kitchens, Natasha Burgess, Julie Bentley, Patty Schmidt, of course, uh, our lovely lady. Royalty, really, to me, who listens to us. She, Lady Beverly from yes, across the and pond. I want to just say to her, I hope you're feeling better. She's been a little under the weather. Yes. She, and she, she has, has a been. new prime minister. Yes, she does. She does. Boris Johnson. Welcome He's to our He's got crazy world, hair, Andrew. too. How come we keep... Nope. You know what? Uh, I think I got a good chance of getting elected because I got some crazy hair on me, too. I think you should run for the Prime Minister of Great Britain, Colonel. Well, 
had I known, I would have called for a snap election, Timmy. You should have. I think I might go over there and call for a snap election now. Perfect. I think you would have a lot of support, Colonel. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what my my campaign slogan would be? What would that be? Bully! Bully. 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 Of course, we have the uh, twin forces of Rudy the Wonder Dog and Ruta Baker the Fierce. And the lady who we do this show for week after week after week, Dottie Scott. Dottie, I know there was a low body count in this one. Next week, we hope to have some kind of mass horrible thing to happen to get you up to but next 10, week. It'll be just you and me. Yes, I will be out of town next week. So we'll do Brandy, something gruesome, devil. Okay. We'll do something really gruesome. And I'm I'm sure it will be quite That'll awful, be amazing. But please do it. So uh, please um, try to get it out so I can listen to it on my my flight home. Sure. Yes. Um. Colonel, I, I, I hesitate to bring, bring this up, but uh, I don't want to shame anyone, but how old is young uh, Beauregard right now? Beauregard is seven weeks old right now. At what I mean. age would it be appropriate for him to become a Patreon supporter of the show? He's about three weeks away, Timmy. All right, because he, it's kind of you need to have a talk to him, let him know it's expected that he contribute. Oh no, he already knows. He's right. already he's already putting he's we gotta get him we gotta give him a dog bar mitzvah, Timmy, where we get him, you know are you gonna cut his wiener? money. We I I don't know if they cut the wiener or the just the balls. I don't know really what Perfect. they do there, but mm. when that happens he'll get cards with with money in them and he said the first thing he wanted to do was be a sponsor of the History of Week show. Very good. Uh, if you would like to contribute to become a Patreon member, just go to history or patreon.com slash history dweebs. Uh, uh, October 4th, again, the date of that weekend for DweebCon here in Cincinnati. If you need more information on that, just go join our Facebook group, History Dweebs, the podcast, and you'll be able to get all the information you want on that upcoming event. And thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeb. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Good day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.